On this episode of Conversations with the Dom, we're going to be talking about a play party that we went to recently, as well as a couple of spring scenes. Some scenes that me and Wano have done together. We'll give you some ideas about the kind of thing we do and some ways that you could potentially incorporate some of the techniques into your own scenes. So without further ado, on with the show. This podcast contains frank discussions about sex, kink and BDSM. If you're a consenting adult who wants to learn more about these topics, then stay tuned. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom sub dynamic you've always fantasised about. Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Dom. I'm here again, Chief, with... Wano! Wano! My sub. <laughs> yes. Hello. Surprise. Hi. Who beat me twice at Yahtzee. I mean, it yes. was quite the pounding. It was. <laughs> it's normally the other way around. It's normally me giving you a pounding. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we going to talk about? We are going to be talking about a play party that we went to called Divine Darkness with or hosted by a Mistress Jane who we met through a mutual friend. Now, you may have already listened to a podcast episode we've done a few weeks ago with MJ, so you can have a listen to that. But we'll talk about our experiences with the party and then how we did a couple of scenes after it. So, Moano, do you want to give an idea of the the party and and what it involved? Uh, Yeah, so the party... Was good. Do you want me to do it? No. Uh, I'll give you a um, quick overview. Like a 30 second I'm not overview. good with quick overview. All right, 30 second overview. It was a party in London, quite small, maybe 15 to 20 people. 20 to 30 people. And there was a couple of demonstrations. So there was a spanking demonstration, which was about 45 minutes. And then there was a shibari demonstration in one room. And then there was some, I think, more impact play Central. in another room that was going on. Yeah. And we went to see the shibari Shibari. Yeah, well, but we were inv- invited to. Yeah, we were invited to. Members. We were invited to it. Yeah. So yeah, we just thought I'd, we'd give our thoughts because it was it, we hadn't been to a party for in a, a hot while. minute in quite a long time. It was really nice. I had just I was rushing from work actually, and I met you at the party, and it started at a good time. And when we got to the venue, we changed into our into our gear. I had on a nice little mesh number. You had on some latex shorts things. Mm-hmm. We entered the mm-hmm. space and the party opened with a cacao ceremony and setting intentions. And actually, uh, everyone went around the room and said what they wanted to get out of the party. And then we had the cacao ceremony Mm. and did a little bit of meditation. And I actually quite enjoyed that as a way to settle into this headspace, you know, and kind of just leave the worries from work behind. And it helped reassure me that this was going to be a party that was going to be more low-key, a little bit more heart-centric, something that wouldn't hopefully overwhelm me because I do have a lot of issues with anxiety around parties. Mm. And it's interesting when we say, I always say play party, but people may not like that word because some play parties are like a party, right? You've got a DJ, you've got loud music, there's a lot of people dancing and there's not much sex. This one I'd say was almost the opposite end. So it 
it was a party, but it was more, think of it more like a social get together, but with some, a little bit of meditation and some play, but it wasn't like techno music or no, like yeah. some of the parties can be. It's it was more, more it was a more intentional yeah. party, which yeah. I really appreciated actually. Yeah. Less drinking, more just focus on getting, on connecting with other humans mm. and, yeah. and connecting into your body. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So we enjoyed this, the spanking demonstration. It was good to see a professional do yeah it was so good the subs bum was so lush such a voluptuous behind mm-hmm. and he was really enjoying it and it was really funny because as the spanky demonstration went on the whole audience would start like wincing and be like oh and like and then people started asking you know like someone would shout out give us a number you know and he would be like five and we'd be like ah oh. We'd be so surprised that it wasn't higher or something. Out of ten on the pain scale. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was a really good demonstration. Using metal towards the end, like metal yeah, fingers. I got intense and mm-hmm. canes and the master was talking about, you know, but he had some very good advice there. But like if you draw blood, then that sex toy is obviously that person's sex toy forever, you know, and but it was not it wasn't that intense, you know. No, there's no there blood. was there was no blood. But he does this I assume semi-professionally, if yeah, not professionally. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. was saying about times where marks have been made and if there is blood drawn, then you shouldn't be using that toy on someone else. Which was good. and But I just, I really appreciated the demonstration because it was very thorough. And even though he was really trying to pack a whole lot of information into like a shorter amount of time, I feel like everyone really enjoyed it and appreciated how informative it was. And it was just, it was exciting. It was a nice way to kind of like, start the start the like really the big part of the the night you Mm. know like getting into the play more than the like mindfulness yeah yeah and then uh, yeah i learned some tips as well you know no one's taught me how to spank so it's not something you go to school to learn is it so it's always interesting to hear and you pick up tips i've found in this community just by seeing people do lots of different things and you you find a you find that there's similarities and commonalities. And so you're like, okay, that's the way to do it. And then you, you know, just over time it evolves. So yeah, it was good to see. And then the Shibari demonstration, which was the main reason we went, because a someone we know was performing with their partner who we'd not met. We hadn't met the partner before, but yeah, it was great to see. It was really lovely. I could see the connection between them it was nice it was a suspension mm. shibari as well so you know a little bit more intense than your normal rope bondage something that is certainly i would not recommend that anyone do without proper training but they have spent some time in various rope bondage courses they know the proper um techniques and they they Mm. They did a great job, and it they was. did. It was his it was first lovely. public performance. Yeah, so many yeah. congratulations to him. To them both, it was yeah. nice, and we we caught up with them afterwards, and were able to meet his partner, and it was nice. We we kind of bonded about the the bondage and like how it feels to be to be in rope and everything. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then it moved on to some some games um, to get to to get everyone slight, you know, to know each other a little bit more, a bit more intimate. So sort of touch, light touch games, consensual touch type games, which are always, I find they're always a bit awkward, mm-hmm. uh, especially when the ratios of men to women is a, is a bit strange because I, I've, I've found in general, again, I'm always speaking in stereotypes and generalizations, but 
men generally are less com- they don't go to play parties to touch other men on the whole whereas women are generally again more comfortable touching other women but also because there's more men there generally at parties the women have more choice of men to go and touch so what ends up happening is that the men all congregate around a small number of women and and so so yeah some games can be a little bit awkward and sometimes you can be just left out because there's not enough women to go around also i think the numbers were uneven as well there was an odd yeah. number of people there so there's always going to be someone left out yeah it's those sorts of i like the idea of those sorts of connection exercises i think it's hard to get right but i appreciated the intent mm. and i do think that there were good moments in the games even though They're sometimes useful, 100%. it's super useful things can get a little bit awkward but then you just move on yeah. and then at least it's not you, too long is it at least you then know that person that you had that little awkward moment with and then when you see them later on in the party you can smile and do a little yeah. chuckle or something so exactly. it, it does work exactly yeah and by that point it was actually quite late we we had expected the play to start a lot sooner because we thought the demonstrations would be like done by 10 i think it was about maybe even midnight or just coming up to midnight by the yeah. time that all ended and i don't know people seemed to they didn't leave but they, they we couldn't see anyone playing actually there was there was a couple playing when we One. went into the dungeon i think there might have been some in the in the other room but mm. a lot of people were just chatting still so we we kind of played a bit on the horse a very brief bit a brief bit and, and we we kind late. of we're looking around for other people i think there was some people chatting next door there were quite a few people who were new to it as well and because mm, of the ratios true. there was a few again as i say a few quite a few single men maybe more than couples and single women so again what what tends to happen i've experienced this often is that the 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 single women will go with the most attractive guy and and the other guys who are new kind of don't really know what they're doing so they'll either get embarrassed and leave or just want to chat instead the couples will play with the, with themselves and maybe not chat to other couples so it's it's a really it's a really difficult to organize a party but the party wasn't necessarily about it wasn't sex. for that no. it wasn't for it, and that and it was it was actually for it was for, it was beginners, for beginners yeah, and since yeah. we are beyond beginners I think we are more, we have less inhibitions in that regard. We're like, yeah, all right, exactly. let's get the party started, you exactly. know. Not that it wasn't already started, but we yeah, are like ready to play. There was literally no one in the dungeon where we were playing. Yeah, and I, to be fair, we did end up leaving early because it was a, a work night and it was late yeah. and neither of us do well with late nights. And so I did hear that there was more play that went mm-hmm. on after mm-hmm. we left, which is typically the case yeah but that's I mean, the thing it always starts always the play happens the play right can't at the end of the night. happen at like two in the morning that's you know that's know. way past my bedtime especially when you have to travel to the other side of the city mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. need to have some earlier parties in london please yeah. i'm yeah. begging all creators out there of parties start and in it South earlier london, please South yeah london. <laughs> that would be nice but no it was really nice it was like really the very friendly people yeah um, definitely you know felt very safe there was no kind of loud music which always i don't like mm. when it's like super loud yeah. so yeah it was good I it was super it. comfortable super mm. cozy and thank you very much for mj for, for inviting us down there definitely and after a couple of days later we actually went to a social as well like a yeah we did we went kind cause... of like not a munch really but a, a get together and a lot mm-hmm. of the people that mm-hmm. were at the party were there so then it was like hey i remember you yeah. and you could talk a little bit more with them I in a more casual them. setting with you know clothes on and then kind of actually get to know them mm-hmm. you know when you're just talking 
and not like in this like yeah atmosphere of like okay are we going to do something yeah that's the, that's or... the way i prefer it i prefer to get to know people socially and to make sure they can hold the conversation and are actually interesting and so after that we got home late and then we did a scene the following day yeah i think so yeah or the day after yeah mm, so we got out the spanking bench yes which i had which apparently so i did a whole article on this spanking bench and i think he the guy i got it off etsy and i think the guy He's no longer making them. He's no them. longer making them, which I don't know why. Mm. I think he got caught up with too many orders of other things. Yeah, it's a real shame because mm. it's, it's a good spanking bench. So what did we do? We, t- I was basically wanting to practice my flogger technique based on what I had learned the night before because we had a flogger. And I, I just hadn't used it that much, I guess. So I wanted to, to try some different things out. Yeah. I also know... I appreciate when you spank me because I know it's not really f- for you. It's not your thing. You're not getting turned on by spanking Yeah, it does me. nothing for me. I enjoy it. And sometimes, it, and it's not something that turns me on necessarily, but I think it it gets me into the headspace, mm. you know. And I also think it's something like um, it gets me into my body. I can feel your dominance and the the bit of pain. It, it starts doing the, it's going to start getting me into a a space where i can then experience subspace because you need to have those like endorphins rushing about and all those good hormones in that perfect little cocktail if you want to experience subspace Mm -hmm. so spanking is a great way to get about that so that's why i really appreciate it Mm. yeah but this was a fun little practice session i did hold a cushion between my my legs at some parts of when i was nervous about you hitting my yeah you're always worried bits. that the the ends of the flogger are going to get in between your legs yeah because it has happened on a few occasions and it's it's not a pleasant sensation for mm. me it, it 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 makes me just kind of tense up a little bit more and since i wanted you to be able to have the chance to practice and like to actually properly practice I think this was a good compromise. I held a little cushion between my legs just so that my, you know, labia area was had a little bit of padding protection. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. way, if it happens to go off course, then the only thing that's going to get hit is the cushion and not, you know, not yeah. my cushiony bits. Yeah, and I tried a few different flicking techniques as well. It was fun. It yeah. was good. We, it was... You were tied... You were in a TK. Tico, tico, I was. Tico. Yeah, so it's a... Um, TK is a is a type of shibari tie where your hands are tied behind your back, but in in like a imagine putting your hands behind your back and then your arms are sort of you're, you're gripping your opposite elbows behind your back if that makes sense. And then yes, yeah, it's, it's a nice sort of harness tie and it's got a chest harness as well. Anyway, you were tied up so you couldn't really move and you were kneeling on this bench. Yeah, that what came later though. It started off with just practice spanking uh, yeah. and then. You and then then you got kind of got in the mood. I think afterwards, after you had warmed up, well, I knew up, you, I knew you like rope, and we hadn't done it for ages. Yeah. So that so that's why I was wanted to get the rope out again, again inspired by the party we'd been to. So we did that, and then I put you back on the bench, mm-hmm. but tied face up. Yeah. Oh yes. And so I could <gasps> use the wand. The on wand. You. Oh my goodness, it was mm. good. It's top it ten, so top five. Good. It was, and oh, some of toys. those, some of those techniques you were using i don't know what it was and i actually got a little bit worried because i feel other people will appreciate this concern of mine is that i i thought i was going to wee 
I was like, stop, stop. You know, mm. like, like I was getting tortured so much and I think that I did, but then like, and it's not quite a squirt and I don't know. And then you said it was fine, but it's like one of those things that like, it makes you like, cause it's, it's such, you're just overwhelmed with sensation. You have so much sensation going to that specific area mm. and you, everything is tensing and tensing so much. And I, it actually got to a point where I was like way, way, way overstimulated, but I was loving it because I had already been warmed up with the spanking. So I was already in this like endorphin high and you were being very aggressive with the wand to the point where it was like, it was, it was torture. Mm. It was, it was past the point of feeling good, but it was still feeling good in the pain. Yeah. It's why I like the wand so much because you, you're quite difficult to make come i'm not the easiest you're not the easiest and i know that the wand yeah i i, I know that the wand it, it can be it's so powerful that it can push people to orgasm but but it can also be yeah. so powerful that you just can't it's like when you're when if you're a guy and you're just holding your cock so or someone's trying to wank you and you're, they're holding your cock so hard it's just it's not it's not going to make you come. It still sort of feels good, but it's it, it's not going to make you come. It's, it's too overstimulating. It's way overstimulating. Yeah, and so the clit was just really sensitive. Yeah. But but if 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 I know you, I know you kind of like that because yeah. it's kind of it's not it's not even edging. It's not really forced. It's it's not quite forced orgasm either. It's more. I don't even know what it would be, but it's just. It sort of is forced orgasms, but you've gone past the it's, point of orgasm and you're just holding it on and you, you're keeping that pressure on. I think it starts playing into this idea of pushing It's a bit my, torturous. Yeah, pushing my limits. Um, but it's when I'm at a point where I want my limits to be pushed because I want to see how far I can, I can go. Yeah. And it's not quite CNC either, but it is, it feels like, you know, like, I'm powerless in that moment to do anything because I'm so overwhelmed with sensation that I can't really like, I could and tell you to, to stop, but I'm, I'm tied up. You have me, you're, you're torturing me with, with mm -hmm. the wand. And that does something in my brain that is really, really nice. And mm -hmm. really, I mean, it, it gets, it's, it's, it brings me to subspace. Totally. Yeah. I, de I definitely feel it's on the CNC side of things, consensual yeah. non-consent, because it's 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 almost like yes, I was trying to get you to orgasm, but I also know that you probably won't. But I'm going to keep doing it anyway. I mean, it's a I bit did. Sadistic. I had orgasm, and yeah. it was beyond that. You know, yeah. what? it was playing. It was definitely playing into the SM. It was the sadism yeah. and masochism. It's at like that point. I can do anything to you. Yeah, and I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to show you. I know. I know this isn't pleasurable anymore but you can't do anything to stop me doing this and it's hot and i'm i'm, I'm starting to get a little bit squirmy just thinking about it mm. and it reminds me of those like classic porn scenes that take place in like the the basement dungeon or whatever you know one or just the, any one, if you look at the, any kink the one the scenes. one that yeah they, they're strung up in the on these yeah, devices yeah. and they're being tortured in that way yeah and those are the ones that when I am watching porn, those are the ones that I end up going to. Yeah. Because there's something about them that like, I'm like, yeah. Which is strange because it's yeah. totally the opposite of our normal DS dynamic. It's, yeah, it's super grungy. It's super 
dark and like but just not more the forcing the, yes because when i'm not very sadistic no and i'm not masochistic like in in spanking i don't it doesn't turn me on but there's there's something in that knowing that you can't do anything about it yeah it's a good and it's why the, the wand is still my top top toy top mm-hmm. three for sure probably even top one because it just it just is there's so many things you can do with it you but i also... was also fucking your throat yeah you? i was yeah. just going to say that and actually we got a really good position i think for the yeah so you were so this spanking bench has two levels basically one where you kneel on it and then you're you're you bend over so your torso is on the upper level but we had you so you're in the tk with your hands tied behind your back you had you were sitting on the lower level with your back lee and your Leaning head back, back on the upper level mm-hmm. and your head turned to the side and I was standing to the side of the bench, fucking your throat. Mm-hmm. And I was holding the wand in my other hand yeah. on you. And I will say that I don't know if this is a good thing or like a bad thing. For the past few months specifically, I've been noticing more and more like I am far more likely to come if your throat is in my mouth. And I actually like sometimes like like I want it. Cause like, cause I know that I'll be able to reach orgasm if you're fucking my mouth or if I'm just sucking on your cock. So it's, it's become a positive association for me. Uh, so I don't, I, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm pressuring you into it almost, or, or like, I don't know if you want to in that moment. Cause I don't know what you have set up for the scene. You know, sometimes mm. when we're, when you're doing sex and I will like, when we're doing sex, <laughs> when we are doing the sex, <laughs> but when off you're the one doing the doing you know yeah. like you're the dominant you do play the the far more active role in most of our sex mm-hmm. uh, and so sometimes i feel a little bit selfish asking you know or like suggesting something because i already know you're having to put, go through all this effort uh, no it's hot i like it when you do it but it's more it's just like a game of twister yeah. Because I'm like balancing on one knee and then my hands, I'm like kind of doing a one arm press up yeah, and trying to thrust into your mouth. And then I've got my other hand with, on. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not easy always. It's sometimes it's not relaxing for sure, but it is hot when you ask. Yeah. Okay, good. Because lately I've, it's, it's become a super positive association. Mm. Um, if you, if we're doing like 69 or if you're just playing with my clit and my, your cocks in my throat, I'm going to orgasm. Yeah, which is good. And if and sometimes that's the thing that is the only thing that's going to get me to that level. Or if you throw in some dirty talk, like if I'm if I can't quite make it, because sometimes I, I struggle to orgasm, and it's because I'm in my head so much. Mm. Um, well, we talk about that in episode twenty three of the podcast, where I talk about my nine yeah. most powerful techniques and dirty talk and anchoring. Yes. So you're you're. Me fucking your throat is now kind anchor. of anchored yes. to your orgasm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then you'll say something like "Come for me, come for me now, exactly. little girl" yeah. or something. And that's so go if you haven't yeah. listened to oh, that episode, go go and listen. And I, I describe what I'm doing and how over time we've built up that that association because it's, it it's, it's really getting stronger. Yeah, it's getting stronger and it's great. <laughs> Although. It's a, it's not the best anchor because you can't do that in public. <laughs> yeah, you get well, down Tesco. And the be thing like, is that 
the fact that you've had a highly orgasmic partner who can orgasm so easily when you just like whisper like that's so outside the realm of of a typical you know like it is it's it's like talk about finding uh, i don't know like a unicorn yeah or whatever like yeah that's and the not going too. to happen too i know it's, it's, it's crazy. crazy it is crazy that's never that's never going to happen with me and yeah, I, yeah. And, and that's not even me me saying never isn't going to be like that's i know i know you know it's, like, it's, it's, not, it's the, not going to happen I know. it's not the it's not it's it doesn't matter at all it's not it's i know not it anything. doesn't matter i'm just saying like for if anyone is out there feeling all of a sudden like whoa you know like people can orgasm at, at a word like yes they can but like don't get hung up if you can't because that's you know yeah, beyond yeah. uncommon there are multiple types of orgasm and it is something that is it is purely it is it is a mental yeah, yeah. thing all of these bodily sensations that we have take place in the brain exactly or you wouldn't be able to have orgasm when you're sleeping yeah with no stimulation yeah which you know i mean that hasn't happened to me but like <laughs> that's yeah. and i don't know maybe it has i, I don't think it that's yeah uh, maybe not some women can orgasm mm-hmm. when sleep, they sleep yeah. in, in dreams or whatever i can have a sex a sex dream and i can start like sleep masturbating or something mm. and then i wake up and I'm still feeling hot and horny, and I'll continue to masturbate mm-hmm. until until I orgasm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to sleep masturbate myself to orgasm. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, not that I don't. How know. did that scene end? It that one. I think, I think we just ended it, and I untied you. I think you, it, your it, legs. It ended, you were propping yourself up on your legs. It ended when I when I I felt like I was about to pee all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, stop. There's a dom. I was monitoring your body language the whole time because. It's, it, there were so many things going. One, you were in an awkward position. Mm-hmm. Two, you were having to hold up partially some of your weight yeah. with your legs. On my toes. On your tiptoes. Three, you had your hands tied behind your back in a take TK, which can slip and, and end up cutting off circulation. Four, you had my cock in your mouth half the time. So you know, there's the breathing issue. And I was getting tortured. And you're getting tortured, so the the stimulation mm-hmm. might have got too far. So that's five things that as a dom, you I have to be monitoring to make sure that everything's okay. And that's often why I don't come when I'm doing stuff like that. It's not until I have like the reg- regular sex that I come because because it's 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 a mental thing. I mean I'm in my head because I need to be monitoring all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So for those who think, oh, you know, it was just all me torturing you. It, it wasn't like I was very actively monitoring. The scene was for you. Yeah. The rope was for you. The spanking was for you. And the oral was for you. And I was very, and, and therefore you are the one that dictates when that scene ended. I not, remember not necessarily by I saying, but just, just because I was monitoring really you. really heavily. Mm. And when you were asking me questions, I couldn't, it's not that I was in subspace that I couldn't respond, but it's like, I was so overwhelmed mm. that like, mm. You're asking me these questions and my brain is just not yeah. there. So as a dom, you've got to be monitoring that stuff. If if I was the kind of dom who it was all about me, I know I would just not have even paid attention to any of that stuff. I would be like, well, I haven't come, so I'm going to keep going until I have. And that, that again, is not how we do DS and I don't think is a good way of doing it. Then you unwrapped me or untied me. Yeah, aftercare. You know, then I think in a little blanket cocoon for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I think we did asleep. actually have, um, then we had a nice little spoon, spoony sex and then you were able to come, mm. you know, like after, you know, maybe 20 minutes later yeah. when you yeah, were yeah. able to have your moment. And that was really hot too, because then I, I, 
really love that like post scene sleepy sex because mm. it just feels much more casual it's much it's it's very intimate and it's just it feels cozy like super super cozy mm. and also like i'm still floating on my high and you are often able to come pretty quickly in those moments i feel like like mm-hmm. you don't have to go to quite as much effort and so then it just feels very relaxed for both of us mm-hmm. and then we're able to take some nice mm. cozy time yeah. yeah yeah so that was one scene that was one scene scene one spring scene one <laughs> yeah spring scene two <laughs> spring scene two do you want to discuss spring scene two yeah go for it let's oh give, let's give the re- listeners some more ideas what did we do what did we do <laughs> well we got we got the, uh, the different set of restraints yes these were the the ones um, that we've reviewed we've reviewed it they're from Anne Summers I believe they are the I want to say Lux Femme Fatale something. but I can't yeah, remember yeah something like Lux they're a lovely, lovely they're beautiful deep red I'm, I'm looking on the website now <laughs> I'm going to type in Anne Summers if you type in Anne Summers, they they will come up. It's Anne Summers. I was right. Femme Fatale Luxury Thigh to Cuff Restraint. I'm not sponsored by Anne Summers at all. These were actually a pair that I picked up when I was in Oxford with Belle. And after we'd been to the bookshop, she was also did not want. She was so embarrassed that I was speaking to the shop staff about this that she had to leave as well which is funny because if they work in a sex shop i know like they they obviously have heard it all it was crazy anyway this is a really nice set and it's it's two thigh cuffs two wrist cuffs a an x which ties them all together and a collar we didn't use the collar we just used the cuffs and the restraints so you were sitting on the bed you had the thigh cuffs off i had your wrists bound to your thighs which doesn't leave much movement yeah, I hadn't planned. I hadn't really planned this out at all. I was just knew I wanted to do something, so I just was going to see how it went. I think we were just in the mood, you know, it was a little bit playful, a little bit teasing each other, mm-hmm. you know. And... I was a bit, I was a bit rougher than I am normally. Mm-hmm. It was a nice. lot of hair pulling. Yeah, moving you around with your hair. It was, and it was pulling my hair like some. It was, it was yeah. a bit Yankee, but it I was, was. liking it because because you were getting all all nice and rough and. Yeah, and we'd just done some light dominant. spanking, actually. We d- we did some light spanking, and then I was pulling you around by the hair. I touched your cock at one point, which was not allowed. Yeah, and... I hadn't specifically said you couldn't, but you hadn't asked either. Yeah, especially since I was in restraints. Technically, if, if, if my hands are cuffed, I'm not... That's kind of the sign that I'm not supposed to be using my hands. Be doing anything, yeah. So me cheekily reaching around to to grab your cock, yeah, it yeah. gave me a little bit of a punch. So you were face against the door. I was holding your hair and your throat a bit, and my other hand was between your legs. Yeah, did a little make out session. Yeah, and then yeah, then I went down on you, yeah. which is great because the the thigh because you can't do anything and i know that you like oral sex but you don't like it because if you're not restrained because it it feels like you are not the one giving yeah it it stresses me out it stresses me out if i'm not if i'm not restrained in some way when you're going down on me yeah so that helps it it really did help especially because with those with those restraints you were able to lift my uh my legs up and and I was kind of able to hold them since my thighs and my wrists are together. So it was actually a good position for me to, I couldn't really wiggle too much. All I could do is really help hold some of my weight mm-hmm. as you we were going down on me. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that for a bit. 
And then tongue and fingers. And then I I asked for your cock in my mm, mouth. Mm. I was gonna get the wand out again. Yeah. But we didn't get around to it. No. So I I just yeah stuck my cock in your throat. Yeah. And we did more face face rubbing. Face rubbing, which is I don't my know what new the term um, is. What is the term? Actually, what was interesting? You didn't say. You said I want to suck your balls. Yes, you which didn't is true. Say I because I because I, I, I wanted to suck your balls. I've I don't know. There's I've more recently I've. I've really liked the idea of you rubbing your cock all over my face. Mm, which is um, hot and even trickier to do. Yeah. But <laughs> even trickier to do because the nose gets in the way. It's really funny because... <laughs> it's like, do I go left eyeball yeah. or right eyeball today? I know, <laughs> you do get, have to choose an eyeball. The, which side does the nose go the co- of the shaft? It depends on what side you are on. I'm always on me. I'm always on one side. Yeah. Because I'm left-handed, so it, I need it tends to, to be on the right side of my As face. you're lying on your back, I'm on... And you're looking at the ceiling, I'm on your left. Yeah, it can. It depends. I, yes, no, always but, okay. because I need my left hand between yeah. your legs because I'm left-handed. Mm. Anyway, it's it's. I remember seeing something like a, on a super sloppy porn like months and months ago, um, and how they the man was basically using the woman's face to like jerk off, and what if like I didn't like the whole setup that they had around this act. You know, it was very, you know, it was that very like porn star fake feel to it. Mm. But that specific movement, I was like, that's hot. It's like sloppy, which is not usually my style at all. I'm not, mm. I'm, I don't like sloppy sex. Like I don't like to spit everywhere or whatever. Mm. But the idea of using my face to jerk off, I was like, that's, that's a sort of like, degradation that i can get behind and mm-hmm. i know that you i like, like degradation. you like far more degradation than i do so yeah. we don't do much of it and i was like this is something that i can get behind mm-hmm. and so hopefully it get helps. Get, yeah yeah and and then the sucking the balls kind of goes into like cock mm. worship which i've been thinking about a lot recently we do just on the face hugging, we so we this when we say face hugging, we do mean normally we mean just blowjob throat fucking yeah yeah but yeah with this i'm either rubbing the uh, shaft like you can either do it across the lips uh-huh. so you kind of in line with the lips forwards and backwards or i mount you so i'm i'm kind of kneeling on top of you my knees either side of your head yeah. sort of yeah and i'm i'm kind of rubbing the underside of my shaft like forehead down to chin yeah so with one it, it's it's a bit hard to describe but imagine my balls near your chin and no then, by my forehead it depends which way around, okay, around i'm yeah. going but i'm assuming I'm, oh yeah I'm, I'm facing if you're facing but in this case it was the opposite it was like uh, yeah so I'm, normally i'm facing the headboard and then i'm i'm going holding my cock onto your face with one hand <laughs> uh so it's kind of over your mouth we need to draw a diagram i know we need a <laughs> stick man and then, yeah, I'm just sort of thrusting my hips. So, and I'm sticking out my tongue to try it's to like add a little it's bit like of a, moisture. A, a tit wank, but with your but with my face with instead. Face. Which I'm the, the tit wank does does nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. I see. I think it's more for the guy. Yeah, and like still, I don't see how it's terribly pleasurable to do a a, a tit wank. As I can see, it doesn't do, do it for me, but I can see why it is pleasurable. But yeah. 
the, the face it's the I face has get... got no contours that really work no, so it's it, it, it doesn't <laughs> yeah i can see why titwank is more comfortable but the 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 face is angular and so it's it's 100 percent the bit that turns me on is not the it's the degradation it's the part, degradation not yeah. the not the feeling of and my over. my tongue is out i'm trying to make it a little bit slobbery that way it slides yeah and you can't better. really talk i can't do and... much but i can i'm trying to like reach Depending on the direction, I'm either trying to reach to like suck your balls or I'm trying to reach to suck the the head of your cock. Yeah. So the other way, like you said, is yeah. you are imagine you are in a sixty nine position. Yeah, or you're of. on the on the on your back, on the bed with your head slightly over it. Yeah. And that way I'm standing over your head. Mm-hmm. And that way it's coming like my balls are near your forehead. Yes. And my yeah. cock sharp tip of my head cock is near your mouth yeah i'm going that way yeah but it's just, like so that. it just depends i mean yeah i like and then you place. can slip into your mouth and then you can yeah. pull it out and back on top and then i can suck your balls a little bit more in that yeah. position i think yeah you gotta be but. a bit careful because obviously you get neck ache and you don't want your head to go back and again when you're doing it it's slightly high risk because you you've got to be able to breathe so you've got to bear in yeah, it's that fine. In mind. i i can in that position i'm able to wrap my arms around your legs and if i were in a in a time that i and we have a couple times ago we did you play a little bit with keeping your cock in my mouth for longer to mm-hmm. the point where i was kind of struck i was like you know needing a breath mm-hmm. um and really could have used a breath but it was still really hot and it was when we were like getting towards the end and everything's climaxing mm-hmm. um but in those situations if i needed to i would be able to like tap you know, three times or whatever, and you could, yeah. you know, let me breathe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun. I like it. It's, it's really fun. And, I, oh, 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 we also... Was, um, I was just going to say, it's an example of negotiation, because like I say, mm-hmm. I would probably do more degradation than you'd mm-hmm. like, and so that's like a happy medium that we've come to. Yeah. That you wouldn't have... If I'd suggested that three years ago, you probably would have been like, no. No. Yeah. So things do evolve over time. And a couple of times ago, you started sucking on my nipples as well when we were in, in the same sort of like situation. Mm. And normally, uh, and normally uh, nipple stimulation doesn't do anything for me. But that time you were doing it hard enough, I ha- was already stimulated from everything else that had happened in the scene. And it was enough that it, f- it felt good. Mm. And it was that painful sort of feeling that is apparently what I need for my nipples. And then last time you, you did a little bit of the, the nipple sucking as well. And it's, if you're just sucking on them, just like without any force behind it, it mm. I don't honestly feel it. Yeah. <laughs> but but if, I was if, you, if you add a little well. bit of like, a little bit of like nibbling and it's like, like hard sucking. And this time you slapped my breasts as well a little bit, which mm. before... I would have not been when okay with. When I knew with. you were getting to... But it was the, the point you were already rubbing your cock on my face. So we're already at that point of degradation and adding a couple like breast slaps. Mm-mm. It was fine and it worked. You know, it was I, it was to the point of masochism where I was enjoying that sort of sensation. Yeah. And it's, we've always said the, the things people enjoy change depending on how aroused they are. So something that you would in no way find arousing or even feel good when you're turned off can become very arousing when you're turned on as a dom you're the one generally doing the stuff so if i bit your nipples now it wouldn't be feeling pleasurable but because i knew you were highly aroused close to orgasm then i could start doing some of the stuff like slapping your breasts which normally you wouldn't necessarily like Mm. at that point so it's all about 
figuring out in the moment what's what's the thing that's going to turn you on at what level of arousal you are, are at and what can be done at that point yeah and i still needed that verbal i had asked you to come if i could come and i was even though i wanted to come i couldn't quite get there on my own and i needed you to do a bit of dirty talk and that is the thing that that put me over the edge mm. uh it's amazing what a little bit of you know you commanding me to come or, or like kind of gearing up it's that it's that mental stimulation my brain needs something to work with and even though the activities we're doing might be super hot and arousing my brain also has to be getting teased and played with mm. and dirty talk is one of the best ways to do that yeah after i'd gone down of you, down on you i think i kind of i was still standing at the side of the bed and you were I flipped you onto your side mm. with your legs together and I was kind of the going restraints. in while you were on your side. Yeah, and, it, and it kind of kind of hurt. I'll, I'll say that. Did it? It was oh. hitting my pubic bone in a very yeah, like angle. my sit bone. But it was that it was that same sort of thing that we play with force a little bit. Like I'm restrained, you know, yeah. like it's a, it's an uncomfortable position. Yeah. And that that mixed with everything, you know, and you were very, being very aggressive. And that was super hot. And I had already come. So I was still able to have those like those highs or whatever. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. It was yeah. good. And I, it was annoying because because we talked about anal early in the week and your dreams. And I, I so the plan was to do anal, to anal, but we didn't get to it. I came yeah. before we got there. What a shame. What a shame. Oh, next time. What a shame. Anal, anal is great. Anal though, like the stars have to be aligned for anal to happen and it really it depends on what i've been eating that week you know like there's multiple things that go into anal so even though yeah i had a dream about anal sex previously in the week and i had told you about it and it was hot and i'd love to do anal sex sometime soon but like it just doesn't always get there yeah so no one feel pressured about that if you want anal sex and it's not happening that's that's common yeah definitely. yeah all right. We hope you've enjoyed those two scenes, yeah. spring scenes. Some ideas, maybe. Obviously, it's stuff we enjoy, but hopefully, it's also got your juices flowing creatively and physically. <laughs> and you maybe will take some inspiration from that to go and try some new things yourself. So, with that, we will say goodbye. Thanks for listening. Go Until and check time. out kinkyevents.co.uk. If you're a Dom, the book for doms that i have written is called sensational scenes it's 135 pages of in-depth information on how to be the best dom it's not just about techniques in fact i don't think there's any techniques in there it's all about the mental aspects of ds which i believe are the key to being a good dom so go check it out it's very it's 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 a super low cost for for the amount of value that's in there if you're a sub check out the art of submission that is a an online video course over six and a half hours of content in there, each module telling you, helping you explore what kind of sub you want to be, helping you find a dominant partner, helping you bring out their dominant energy. You get a, I think it's something like a 75 page workbook that you can fill in with lots of exercises to help you discover yourself. Highly, highly recommend that. That is at kinkyevents.co.uk forward slash AOS or just type in Art of Submission. And for both people, we also have 
Sinful Shabari, which is the Shabari course. So you've heard me mention the TK tie that is taught on there, as well as a whole set of other ties for sex, particularly aimed at people into DS. So go and check those out. And you can, of course, join the Discord server by applying online as well. So we hope you find those is really helpful. There is a ton of information packed in there. So do go and check them out. And so with that, we'll end it there. Thanks for listening. This has been Chief and Wano for kinkyevents.co.uk. Take care, lots of love and spanks, and we'll see you again soon. So long. Bye. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom-sub dynamic you've always fantasised about. 